Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. Did you ever think you were supposed to be something and you, and you suddenly realize you're not? Yes. Married. I was a great wife. I was fun. I, I can't believe I'm losing him to Penny Pan. That's her name. Penny Pan. I'm sorry, but look at me. Who wouldn't want to come home to this every night? Hey, Bob Newhart's got a set of these at home. Rickled maybe. Good evening and welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. I am your host, Evan Goldstein, and with me as always is the wonderful Karen Randazzo. Same contract you got with your nuts. <laughs> and the amazing Chris Randazzo. Right, old people sit. <laughs> we here in this week's episode talk television. This week, Karen shows. Uh, we're talking The Marvelous Miss Maisel, season one. Episode six. I believe it's Mrs. Maisel. Mrs. It is. Ooh, excuse me, Mrs. Maisel. How very dare you, Mr. Maisel? Mister. <laughs> Season one, episode six. Mrs. <laughs> X at the gaslight. But before we get into that, here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mailatgeekade.com. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Uh, what do you want us to watch? Uh, I'm open to suggestions. Just, just reach out. Okay. So, Karen, I hadn't watched a single episode of this show, and then I watched this episode, and then mm-hmm. I realized... There then was you a, had seen one. I had seen one. Um, this, the, I, watching this episode made me want to watch the rest of the episodes, and not because I was confused. Oh, so good. you hated it. I hated it with every... I wanted to hate watch <laughs> the rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not always one to pick the first episode of something that I know people have never seen just because uh, I feel like sometimes there are other options of being able to like that. I feel like this show ca- caught you along pretty quickly. It it did. There, there were a couple of questions like I was I was curious as to what like the real sit like the full situation with her and her ex-husband mm-hmm. was. And I'm going to go about. I'm going to say about halfway through, maybe three quarters of the way through, I turned to Angie and I went, is she gay? Because I couldn't understand the relationship that was going on with the other woman in in, <laughs> in the show. She's like, I don't know, with Alex yes. uh, Borstein, Susie. So, and it didn't even matter because like it, it wasn't pivotal to the story mm-hmm. at all. Um, what made you choose this particular, this specific episode? Uh, well, a couple of things. Um, I thought it was a really good showcase for that relationship between um, Midge and Susie. Uh, I also mm-hmm. felt like it did a good job showing off um, one of my favorite uh, side characters, which is her father, played by Tony Shalhoub. Oh my <laughs> Tony God. Tony Shalhoub He's knocks fantastic. it out of the park. <laughs> I've never seen a bad Tony Shalhoub. I mean, I've tr- I thought about it today, but he really did a phenomenal job this this, mm-hmm. this episode. And overall, yeah, I just felt like this I, was one where you could, you know, you didn't have to... Because wa- let me tell you, the first episode of this show is... It's a juggernaut. It's just kind of amazing. You just watch it. You just sit back and, like, 
it, it just goes and and you're like holy shit um but I, and it did do a good job also of showing off her comedy even though she there were no like comedy clubs in this gig she did the the party bits and so you could kind of get you know who she was and what she was trying to do mhm yeah absolutely i mean and i for me i was mildly confused at how upset susie was for for midge trying to just work out her act at the sh- mm-hmm. at the parties i mean that's a great way to to figure shit out it was i think that her uh i mean if you see more of the show then you'll kind of get where susie's coming from as uh you know wanting all the right things for midge and but not being able to necessarily express them express that in the in the nicest be, way possible be, uh, being emotionally yes. stunted like susie seems there, to be there <laughs> better okay right, uh fun fact about um, alex borstein she is the voice of lois on the family guy yes and she she also says look like a man and that's from Mad TV. That's oh. where I know her from. Um, my question is, does it, okay, so Susie seems to be pushing Midge to be, like, uh, I feel like a, a darker, like, more gritty, realistic, or like, I don't know, a, a different type of comedy or comedian than she is comfortable doing. It's... Is, yeah, I like, know, and I can see saying? where you can get that. It's not necessarily that. It's just sort of that um, Midge definitely read the room for those parties and did sort of lighter fare. When you see her do her acts in the club, when she starts, um, it comes out of this place of like horrible things are happening in her life and she just gets up on stage and talks about them and she happens to be funny. Um, and so mm-hmm. it's not, I mean, it's sort of, a place where Midge is not comfortable going, but it, where she should go because it's where her best stuff is. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, when it comes to the rest of her mm-hmm. family members, this episode, I mean, everybody got a turn and they, they were all like really well portrayed her brother, like the relationship between her and her brother. I was like, just all right like the whole thing on this episode was that her brother and sister-in-law are like you know visiting and how she's freaking out about the fact that because she's Mm -hmm. barren (laughs) like he's he's like i told her i'm not going anywhere jesus christ (laughs) the largest mezuzahs (laughs) i have ever seen like this this show it's it's weird because they're, they're balancing her family life and everything that's going on with her personal life that is not mm-hmm. the comedy club and the the comedy aspect of it like it is a relationship almost because she's dealing with people like Susie and that that other dude um yeah i can't remember Nate randall yeah he's played by nate cordry but i think the name is randall of the character randall that's another reason that i like this one because uh I mean, this show is kind of sold as it's a show about a, a female comic in the uh, 19 or yeah 1950s. Um, and it is about that, mm-hmm. but it's not just about that. And the other characters are really uh, all all bring something else great to the show. So this I felt like this episode showed off a lot of that. And OK, so one of the, the three lines in this episode was was Abe getting his new job and now 
I, like I said, I hadn't seen the previous episodes. Does he not know how she started? Yeah, her family doesn't know anything con- about what she's doing. Okay. She's so that's living with them. Yeah, she's living thing. with them after uh, her husband left. And he he left. He, he cheated. Cheated, and uh, now ridiculously and regrets it. Yes, he ridiculously regrets it. I'm trying to remember back to the beginning. I think he left her. Yeah, that's it's. It seems that way because like she, every time that she starts, you know, dipping back into mm-hmm. her past, it's like, well, this is this isn't how I planned it. Like he, right. he walked and. You know, and that whole that whole restaurant scene, even though it was supposed to be like a monumentous occasion for that family, just got so oh, yeah. awkward. <laughs> and then his reaction, the, the 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 husbands or the ex husbands, or reaction mm-hmm. to her being there, like you can see, and I, like he was only on screen for what three mm-hmm. minutes. Like, you could see everything that he has just decided to do is very wrong. Yeah, uh, another reason to choose this episode is that there's very little Joel. I hate Joel. Who was Joel? The ex-husband. Oh, yeah, that guy sucked. Yeah, so, Chris, <laughs> uh, your thoughts? Oh, I thought this was fantastic. I mean, this, is, this has been on my list of things to watch since, I mean, they announced it. I mean, this is from uh, the Paladinos Right, uh, Amy yes. Sherman and, and boy, she Paladino all was over this, this too, right? episode, it man. Amy Sherman, it's and both. It's yeah. both of them. Yeah, I mean, and I loved Gilmore Girls, as we know on this show. Uh, and yeah, really? it, this was uh, this was exactly as good as I thought it was going to be. Um, I really didn't have mm-hmm. any expectations of it though, because I kind of had been purposely not paying any attention to any of the particulars of the show. I just wanted to watch it for what it is and just kind of take it as I went. And yeah, I had the same exact experience as you. As soon as it was over, I was like, all right, let's go watch the rest of them. But no, we're, we're watching orange is the new black. That's what yeah. we're doing right now until it is done. And it is fantastic, <laughs> but I mean, guys, one fight at a time. All right. For what it's worth, when orange is done, this is eight episodes and I'm happy to rewatch all of them. Yeah. I would love to, I would love to, blow through this no i thought i thought it was really well written i thought it was i thought her jokes were funny yeah <laughs> yeah i i, mm-hmm. I enjoyed she's yeah, a talented I stand-up act i liked her as a character i liked uh i, I love tony shalhoub uh as soon as you said bad tony shalhoub i was like well he was splinter in that awful ninja turtles movie but i didn't see that and i still, think he was okay so <laughs> still best part about that <laughs> probably movie, that and the fact that it did eventually end uh i, I don't know man that's uh <laughs> This is good stuff. I was very, very pleased. I was very entertained. I liked everyone except for the ex-husband. I really enjoyed that scene. But you're su- you're supposed to you're not supposed like to not him. like him. And I loved the scene afterwards where um, who told told her that she was on her way out? The girlfriend. Somebody was telling a uh, midge. The yeah, mother. the mother was just like, the mother. He looked at his watch that, exactly, three and times. then like the scene after when they're in the car, like she was right. He's He's mm-hmm. done with her. <laughs> so that that's mm-hmm. over, which means he's probably going to make some kind of play for his wife back because, uh, you know, she's kind of fantastic and he's a moron. But uh, there is a, there's a whole other <laughs> aspect to this which that was not touched on in this episode, but except for, um, well, except for one tiny thing. But I don't want to spoil anything. 
not because you care about spoilers, but because I feel like you both are going to watch this. And so I want you to get it organically. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's a whole other aspect to this, which is that her husband's ties to the comedy world. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, I don't somebody say brought that up. Her brother brought that up that she yeah. he thought that she was funnier than he was. Uh huh. Um, I I can't like I literally can't uh-huh. say anymore. But but there's a whole there's a whole other part of the show that has to do with that. So I do want to say that um, this show did kind of surprise me a little bit in that. It is not Gilmore Girls, at least in this episode, it did not strike me as Gilmore Girls very much. Like, there wasn't a, an obvious Luke or anything like that. Um, no, that's true. There and didn't seem to be a, any, any of those particular kinds of relationships. Her relationship with her mom did not remind me of Lorelai's relationship with her mom. Um, there was the one lady with the crystal ball that kind of reminded me of the dance teacher. Miss Patty. Miss Patty. But <laughs> Miss Patty. that was a... <laughs> I actually thought for a hot second it was Miss Patty. And then I looked back. I looked again. Like, oh, no. But that was really her. where the similarities ended, which I was really impressed with. Well, I mean, with. they still oh, had I... the... They, I guess it's more of a, a I don't... Of the Paladino style than a similarity with Gilmore Girls. Right. It, they, I, I, I will agree with you, Karen, that the, the yes, there were no Gilmore Girl archetypes yeah, there were no direct, in there. That, you know, you know, characters the, like this. Is, like, but, all right, I'm watching West Wing right now. And the amount of mm-hmm. the exact same episode that I've seen in Sports Night and The Newsroom and Studio 60 is insane to me. <laughs> this guy keeps writing <laughs> the same episodes. And, and just this is so much her, that, that style and that flavor. It is 100% that same flavor of Gilmore Girls. But the fact mm-hmm. that it, it seemed to not be pulling super heavily from things that they very particularly did in that show and exact character archetypes and like... You know, when you're watching like a Joss Whedon show or, or like I said, an, Eric and Sork- an Aaron mm-hmm. Sorkin show, you're like, okay, these are the types of characters that he writes and you can kind of see these recurring traits. But at least from this one episode, I didn't get a lot of those exact traits in these characters from Gilmore Girls and that really impressed me. But what you do get is the relationship stuff, the family stuff is there. That's that's it's it's Gilmore girls in the speed in which this show travels mm-hmm. is and just ridiculous. the speed they talk. Like you, I almost missed that speed of dialogue. Like you could rewatch this episode right after watching it once and then catch another portion of dialogue that you missed because the brain can only process so much verbal information. Like her jokes fly mm. Her interactions, like even the non, like, comedic, you know, you know, the, not the comedy sets mm-hmm. that I'm talking. Like that's not what I'm talking about when she's on. It's just her it's personality. Just her person, like being at work, bouncing back and forth. Like it, I love that stuff because it doesn't give you the chance to breathe and to overthink mm-hmm. it. Like there, that was funny. Ha ha. Move on. <laughs> like boom, laugh, boom, cloud, boom, laugh, boom. and. Let, exactly and it like i missed that about you know like i missed that from the gilmore girls i like that speed at which that show traveled and when i you know when we finished watching it i go you know the same this woman this group was responsible for gilmore girls and 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 she goes oh that makes a lot <laughs> of sense 
like you could if you don't know going in and you hear it afterwards you're like yes makes sense and then if you know about it going in you expect it to be this fast and they don't let you down like it is high quality and 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 fast like this it's not even bad jokes that are just popping out everything is is solidly hitting throughout the entire episode so really good job yeah and i'd like to give like special uh recognition uh rachel brushnanen brushnanen something like that the lady who plays midge is fantastic Mm -hmm. and completely deserves all the uh, awards talk that she's getting but alex borstein is freaking amazing (laughs) every time time she opens her mouth i laugh yeah like you went when when uh they go to the, the uh-huh. old people party and she, you know, the, the elevator opens. <laughs> She's like, are you leaving? No, I've been running this fucking elevator for an hour. <laughs> oh, and I'm so glad this show is on on Netflix and she can curse as much as she wants because the that character really works a lot better. Blue. Blue. Very. Absolutely. Like you and you expect it too because you look at her mannerisms. You look at how she's dressed. She's like that is the character it's not you know for mm-hmm. shock sake no that's like, i would i would have been surprised if she didn't curse kind of thing do i look like i'd steal anything that you can sell here <laughs> <laughs> so karen phenomenal i mean yet again another one that it, this is this is netflix no right? this is amazon prime oh, no this is amazon prime so what else have we gotten from Amazon Prime? That, uh, like, I know American we, Gods um, was Amazon Prime, but I don't know. We didn't. The Tick. That's true. Did we talk there about was, the Tick on the that, show? What was that? I think we, I think we talked was about that? the Tick. Yeah, we talked about the Tick and that one, the English woman and or the Irish woman and the, the American who uh, having a child. Oh, um, Catastrophe. Tick. Yes. Catastrophe. Oh, my God. So, yes. I missed that show. I need to watch it again. I do, too. I got to finish watching it. So much TV. All right. Well, Karen, good job. Phenomenal Thanks. pick. Uh, Glad you guys another, liked it. Another, yeah. I mean, I'm curious. What else has... I'm going to just do the click on the old IMDB link for Amy and see what I haven't. Mar- oh, man. Roseanne's on there. <laughs> All writers have to start somewhere. Uh, Bonjour. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Oh, she well, worked no. on the new one? Oh, wait, yes. No, no, no. My, uh, my mistake. I was looking. I, I was just looking at dates. So, Veronica's Closet, Love and Marriage, Roseanne. Yeah, back in the 90s. That's pretty much where she started. City TV, or City, and then right into Roseanne. Bun- Man, I feel like she is more of a a staple. Uh, Bunheads is another. Uh, I haven't really seen it, but I do know about it. It's another sort of gilmore quirky uh, it's about a bunch of yeah. dancers. Uh, it's ABC yeah. Family, but so yeah. Still, that doesn't. Yeah, we shouldn't hold that against it. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, I, 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 I feel so. Gilmore Girls ran for a hundred and fifty-four episodes. Say seasons, orig- but <laughs> no original uh, episodes, and then you know the four mm-hmm. longer ones, I guess the season so that you know we're talking like just shy of 160 episodes of that style and it doesn't feel tired 
You know, like I, you would expect if, if it, it's not, nothing, none of it has been regurgitated again. So she's doing, God damn it. Why can't all TV be this good? I don't know. All right. Do, all right. I was just going to say, that? do you really want that? Do, do you have that yeah, kind of time? Because I, mean, I don't. I think I'd be dead. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty glad. Pretty glad. <laughs> yeah, all right. It's one way to look at it. All right. Very good, Karen. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Um, let's take a quick break. And uh, when we get back, we're going to talk some news. Stay tuned. As the summer winds down, musicians are showing no signs of stopping. We're getting quite the variety of new releases this month. From a return to hip-hop, to a familiar name, to a new duo you probably weren't expecting. There's something exciting and shiny for everyone out there. Read about all this and more in Turn It Up! New Music Releases for August 2018. Dan Ryan is back at it, pairing up classic video games and classic martial arts movies. This week he takes a look at two great tastes that are both hard to come by. In his expert opinion, Hagane, a late-era Super NES game about a warring ninja clans, and Chocolate, a foreign release featuring an autistic heroine, and the perfect are the perfect matchup. I can't talk because I'm doing silly voices. Unless you're me, personally, it's hard to lay hands on a copy of either, and that's a shame since both are damn fine examples of their respective genres. To find out more, check out this week's Kung Fu Fridays, Hagane and Chocolate. Take G out to the ball game. Take G out to the crowd. Geek Aid's Chip Garrison, a.k.a. G, is a big lover of baseball, and as such, late summer is a really exciting time for him. The trade deadline has passed for Major League Baseball, and as Amy Pond says, this is where it gets complicated. But fear not, G breaks down the standings division by division, including an embarrassing 25-4 loss for the Mets, and makes some predictions about where he thinks the season might end up. If you're a big old baseball geek, don't miss Baseball Trade Deadline 2018. Now the fun really begins. You can catch all this great stuff, plus tons of other articles, videos, podcasts, and more right now at geekade.com. And we're back. Thank you so much for checking out our commercials. Let's talk some news. First up, from realityblurred.com, no more great british baking show on pbs so that doesn't mean like the show is gone it just means it's not on pbs anymore yeah well it's kind of both here's what happened the great british baking great british bake-off as it's called Uh, in british in british (laughs) which it calls what i don't know anyway it's called one thing in the uk and another thing in america but the point is there were eight seasons. The show has ended in the UK, but okay. not all the episodes have aired in America on PBS. America. And okay. they're not going to. And, like, I don't understand why. Like, as I was reading it, it sounded like because it started making money, PBS was like, no. Like, I, I, I don't, don't, I don't know. I, I don't understand. You like this show, right? Like, I actually haven't watched this show, but I know okay. it's super popular. It's very feel-good TV. Okay. Well, she says... I mean, it's flat-out saying that it's not going to be on PBS anymore. Uh, but, you know, never say never kind of thing. And that's just not cool. It's possible that it's become so successful that it's not in the within the budget of PBS anymore. That And that's what I feel like 
it was. I felt like, you know, like when a college kid, you know, plays basketball and he could be in the Olympics, but then once he starts making money, he can't be in the Olympics mm-hmm. anymore. <laughs> I felt it was like a thing like that. I didn't even think about the fact that they would have to pay for the show if it became, you know, a success. So Right. So maybe it'll get picked up by somebody else who has the money to put it on and wants to make money off of it. That sounds like a good plan because, you know, English people, British people, baked goods. It sounds like a no-brainer to me. Who doesn't like that? And this is one of those rare reality competition shows where people are nice to each other because it's not based in America. (laughs) That's also true. That's a very fine point. All right. Next up from Deadline.com, Timeless, Timeless, that show. Uh, NBC Greenlight's two-part series finale of canceled time travel series. Yay. I feel like we said that this show has been canceled like a year and a half ago. It's been on the bubble for quite some time. And yes, it got the crap canceled out of it. And yes, I am super happy that those people who liked this show get an ending, because that's just lovely. They they. It was a hell. My understanding was a hell of a cliffhanger at the end of what was season two, mm-hmm. and that's when it got canceled, and that's messed up. That's not cool, especially for fans. But they're getting they're getting a movie out of it, pretty much. You know, they're going to do a, a two part season finale and hopefully wrap up all of their loose ends. So, and really, isn't the, that just great? Yeah, the, I mean, the fans reached out and and tried to rally. They didn't get exactly what they want, but they are getting closure. Something. Good closure. Well, hopefully. Well, hopefully closure. good closure. All right. Um, so, Hollywood Reporter. Okay. Moffat. Moffat can't is, keep his hands out of the tra- time travel jar. Like, I. <laughs> Who gave that man being... access to a time travel jar? <laughs> It's a terrible idea. <laughs> That's just silly. That's a bad idea. Um, he's going to be working on the time traveler's wife. He is. Now, this is how for... does the time traveler's husband feel about that? Oh, hey, oh, oh, oh. so he's doing it for HBO. Um, I feel like I've I know that it was a book. It was. I feel it was a movie. Yes, totally. A movie. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen it. I have totally not seen it. All right. Okay. Well, I've both Spill, seen Karen. and read it. Oh, wow. Hopefully not at the same time. <laughs> so. <laughs> Evan, we're awesome, okay? <laughs> you guys suck. All right. So, all right. Will Moffat be able to Moffat all over this? Um, yes. I mean, good Lord. <laughs> The one thing, yes, the one the thing answer, that yes. I'm really concerned about here is that this is a romantic story, and Doctor Who and Sherlock have not handled romance in the best ways. So, eh, I don't know. I mean, I'm excited for it. I want to see it. I don't know that it's in the best hands it could possibly be in, but right, so, so, I'm glad so it's getting made. Elevator pitch me on this story. Um, it's been a long time, but there's a guy who is, um, a time traveler. Okay. <laughs> and he kind he of He has like, a wife? And he <laughs> has a wife, and it's a romance, but he doesn't, um, have control of, like, when he time travels and where he time travels to. Well, that So he's sucks. kind of like, 
bouncing in and out of her life. Oh, like, um, oh, what's that? That show, Scott Bakula. Oh, boy. Kind of like Quantum Leap, but... Quantum Leap. <laughs> I miss Quantum Leap. We should talk about that once. <laughs> Anywho. It's a, it's a really beautiful <laughs> kind of sad story, and... Um, so is Quantum Leap. No. <laughs> no fuck Quantum Leap. No Ouch. offense, Quantum Leap. <laughs> Ouch. You asked me a question, and then all you're doing is talking about Quantum Leap. Like, get off well, my back. Well, deserves, <laughs> it deserves to be talked about. We have yet to speak about Quantum Leap. I'm I apologize. Well, that's your fault, and you need to pick it. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Mark my words. Oh, boy. We will quantum Look what move. I just got myself into. <laughs> All right. So now, th- was I, it, I can't tell because it says the big screen time traveler's wife grossed more than $100 million worldwide on a budget of $39 million. Nowadays, that's not a big deal. That's actually close to being a failure in depending on who has produced it. Um. What is it? I don't know what it means number numbers wise, but um, it seemed to be pretty popular at the okay. time. It, it had that Rachel McAdams in it, and everybody loves her. <laughs> and that guy that played the Hulk once. Yes, that dude. The yeah. the, the not Scott Bakula. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> that was fun. Um, no, Eric Bana. Scott Hulkula. Go- oh man! See, that's how you ruin it, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> um so <laughs> ruin it or make it better <laughs> yes so that is going to be coming to hbo um apparently hbo is being pushed to do more the old I mean, every- hbo everybody like it's a lot of new content coming out yeah. all over the place i mean hbo is kind of desperately in need of something yeah I yes. I don't think that this can be a long running um, series of you know a, a hallmark series for them. I think it can be a good show and a, a one that people will watch. And what, but not the next Game of Thrones. It's not the next Game of Thrones. There's just not enough material there. Gotcha. Like the Time Traveler's Wife is one book. It's like maybe three hundred pages. And obviously, Game of Thrones is like seventeen books and forty-five thousand pages. <laughs> <laughs> True, and they still didn't even stick to the books. And it's not done. And it's not done. It never will be. So, um, all right. Well, does it say? And there's no, no dates date. There's no casting. Yeah. There's no nothing. It's just an idea. Just the just. But the it's theory. an official idea. It's an it's official <laughs> idea. All right. Um, next up from TVLine.com, I. I want to. I'm curious to how you feel about this, Karen. Like Karen, you're a fan of Parts Unknown, right? I'm a fan of Bourdain. I have not watched Parts Unknown. Okay. Hi. So, uh, Anthony Bourdain, Parts Unknown, to air final season this fall on CNN. Um, was it on CNN before? I think so. Okay. Um. So apparently, they're going to do a full season of Parts Unknown when Anthony. Just let me verify this because he's only he's only recorded one episode. He recorded Footage the narration for one episode. Okay. Okay. I thought it was okay. So I wish I knew more about the show itself. That it's not like I thought every episode he goes someplace else. Yeah. Okay. So my first impression was correct. So. This coming season, it's going to be 
where he went and voiced the narration for, and then more behind the scenes and and I guess like a retrospective mm-hmm. almost. Um, I don't know. I don't feel that that's a season worth of television. I f- feel like that's. Well, I don't think it's going to be a full, full like long season. I think it's going to be. I don't know if it's in this, but I think I read somewhere else it's going to be five episodes. Okay. All right. I don't know. I'm curious because I I don't know um, anybody that watches or you know everybody you know in the, on the internet's got really upset because Anthony Bourdain is known. I haven't really conversed with anybody about the show itself, mm-hmm. like a fan of or, or fans of the show. I'm curious as to how people feel about this. Um, I'm sure there's there are people who are fans of the show, but I feel like in the wide general public, it's kind of like hotel TV. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, we'll see how it pans out. I mean, he, it was a it was a big deal. It was a popular show. I'm sure, it'll, I'm sure it'll be interesting to see a retrospective on him and the show itself. So if you click to the LA Times article that was the original source of the story that's linked in the one that we have in the show show notes, mm-hmm. it says one episode, A Trip to Kenya with W. Kamau Bell from the United States of America was completed. Uh, it will be the last to have Bourdain's written narration, which gives the series its personal tone. Four others set in Manhattan's Lower East Side, in addition to the Big Bend area of Texas along the border of Mexico, the Asturias region of Spain and Indonesia, will be completed by the directors who filmed them for the show's production company. They will use audio of Bourdain gathered while shooting on location. Follow-up interviews are also being shot to help tie the elements of the program together. I see. Okay. So they're going to try to keep basic tone of the show right but without his narration exactly okay interesting we don't want to start putting things together that weren't meant to be said uh this guy who i don't know what his credit credit is (laughs) this guy said (laughs) (laughs) this guy they interviewed for this article who is clearly an ao excuse me it's a woman god i'm a jerk (laughs) amy antelis the executive vice president of talent and content at cnn Okay. Well, at least they're try. I I hope they're trying to do right. It sounds that like yeah. they are. So, all right. Next up from the Hollywood Reporter, <laughs> slightly different <laughs> subject matter. Let's let's take a take a hard left. Uh, Alf TV reboot in the works at Warner Brothers. How is this news? <laughs> I don't know. As it now, I I don't. Th- how is this not happened? Yet? That's what I'm saying. How is this now? Only now happening. I am astonished. <laughs> <laughs> that this has not happened five years ago. I am when I saw this news, I was just my first thought was, "Well, it's about goddamn time." <laughs> it's about goddamn time. Seriously, I was an alpha fanatic when I was a little kid. I loved this show, and I couldn't tell you a damn thing about it now, except that he <laughs> loves to eat cats. And there was a Saturday morning cartoon where he was on his home planet. And it was freaking nuts. But uh, outside of that, and his catchphrase was like, I kill me. I loved <laughs> Alf, man. I loved Alf. And I can't believe it's taken this long to do a reboot of Alf. And if it's done right, man, this show could be awesome. This show could be so awesome. <laughs> so, a little side note. Uh, a buddy of mine owns a comic shop. And he 
Shout out, Jeff Beck. Does he have alpha Oh, well, <laughs> that guy. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> I recently he, met Jeff Beck and learned we have a personal connection. <laughs> Hi, Jeff. He owns a comic shop in, in, in Montclair, New Jersey called Eastside Bags, and he once made an appearance on Comic Book Men. And the way Comic Book Men works is you... you like a preemptively you go there and you say hey this is the thing i want to you know trade with you and you know do you want it on your show and he 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 brought a couple of things you know most of them they were like meh that's all right he happened to have an issue of alf the comic book that when looked at through the correct uh, a certain lens looks completely inappropriate because it's alf standing beside or behind a seal and it is like depending on where your mind is could be horribly inappropriate so he made his appearance on that show with that book all of a sudden the value of said book skyrocketed <laughs> Because of Alf and inappropriateness with seals. <laughs> God, I love this country sometimes. So, yes, there was also a comic book series featuring Alf. Mm-hmm. Not surprised. Alf was a big deal. Yeah. Alf yeah. Pox was, was a big deal. Pox. <laughs> All right. Here. It's just one of those Simpsons jokes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you know, sold, uh, Bart sold a, sold a mill house on a Halloween episode. And then he went to go get his soul back because he realized, well, he needs a soul. And he's like, I, 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 I sold it. I traded it. I was like, what did you trade it for? He said, Alf Pogs. Remember Alf? He's back <laughs> in pog form. <laughs> it's one of the best jokes I've ever seen. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. Let us uh, continue. Next up, SlashFilms.com. Spike... All right. Now, uh, James Masterson says he'd happily play Spike again in the Buffy the Vampire Slayer reboot. Now, nothing against James. But his character was an immortal vampire. Didn't age. I haven't seen him in a while. I think he can pull it off. Do you think those cheekbones, man? (laughs) Is Is it all in the cheekbones? Is that it? I don't he's know, man. I've seen the, recent he, pictures of him. He looks pretty much the same. Yeah, he's still got <laughs> right. he's still got those cheekbones. Baby. I think he looks better than Angel. Oh, really? Well, Angel kind of got fat. That's true. He, oh, he got a little that's, puffy. That's not good. It, well, it, it says it actually addresses it in here. It says it's been sev- fourteen years since Marsters played Spike. He's still in great shape, but with Spike was <laughs> was a vampire who never aged for centuries. To have him play. Spike now might require some Marvel, Marvel de visual I love effects. it. <laughs> I love it. Um, and what, he, and, <laughs> and Marster Siskoza is saying, I think we'd have to get some really good lighting together. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the brass tacks of it is he's in if Josh is, Joss is a part of it. Um, and he's tickled that, uh, you know, she's the, the woman. Who, how did he put it? The, the woman who posted about it really just wants to... to update it and make it her own thing that revolve that that's is set in the Buffy universe not mm-hmm. redoing Buffy so there you go I, I I would like to see him on the show I think if there's any character that 
would bridge could bridge the gap, it would be him. Probably, yeah. Um, yeah. Although he, he I did see s- somebody on Twitter, I wish I could remember who, um, proposed as a uh, recasting for a new Giles uh, Hannah Gadsby of the uh, of the comedy special Nanette that I talked about recently on the show. And if you look at a picture of her and Anthony Stewart head side by side, it's kind of freaking scary. <laughs> it's kind of creepy. <laughs> kind of creepy. All right. Well, you know, anytime we get more more news about Buffy, we're we're gonna share it, and we'll see what happens with with that because that's still you know far from being official and done. All right. Next up from Salon.com, Chris Rock returns to TV to start in Fargo season four, like you would expect. Um, he will play head of a crime family. Now, I read this whole article. I. I can't remember how many seasons of Fargo I've watched. I don't think I've seen all three. Um, but apparently this one is going back to the 1950s. Yeah. Uh, during um, the time of immigration, like two great American immigrations, the Italians and the African-Americans. And the way it is being portrayed is that Rock will be the head of one troop and someone else and and they have to switch kids i i don't know it seems very involved but it's fargo so it probably yeah, will I be mean, very involved it's the cohen brothers <laughs> what are you gonna do um this goes out to talk about his career <gasps> being a, on television and netflix and whatnot and i don't know i i i don't know if i'll be able to look past chris rock being chris rock like he he has played a very spe- like I can't has he played a dramatic role at all ever I I don't know not that I can think of doesn't mean it didn't happen but I also think that this show doesn't cast people who can't do what it needs them to do that's also true it's a very valid point um, and also I think we need to catch the hell up on this show you know our copious that's true I loved season one. Yeah, season one was great. And wait, season one was that the one that was one with Billy Bob, right? Yes. Okay. And then we waited forever and ever and ever for season two to come to Netflix, and by the time it got there, we were so busy with other stuff, we never caught up. Gotcha. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a, a catch up. I don't know. But Chris Rock is set to show up in the next season. There's your news. <laughs> next up, Deadline dot com. Uh, Patrick Stewart is going to be on another Star Trek. Oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> is it? I like. I, I is that happy for? Is that happy news for you? Uh, look, I love Star Trek: Next Generation. I really, really like that show. And this, um, the idea of Patrick Stewart. Like Patrick Stewart doesn't really do bad shows. You know, that's, like he, yeah, he's got a true. pretty good track record. I mean. Yeah, X Men Three was pretty terrible, but one and two were good. So, and it was kind of contractually involved, uh, obliged. So, I don't really blame him for for the crappy X Men movies. He's always great in them, and like the, uh, everything he said about returning to this role and all the things he's learned about how much that role has has affected people over the years was one of the deciding factors of him wanting to return to it and see what more there is to this character and where he is in this stage in his life and. 
you know, I, I had a great love for next generation when I was watching it, when I was a kid, I used to watch it with my dad. Uh, mm -hmm. and I've always thought Jean-Luc Picard was a great character and I'm, I'm really excited because I've heard so many good things about the other Star Trek show on this CBS streaming channel that I refuse to pay for. Um, <laughs> so uh, this whole situation with uh, him coming back to do new Star Trek and returning to that role, I'm just fascinated by it. I'm really, really excited to see what he does and see if this show is cool and what other next generation characters are going to return because there's, you know, I doubt that he's not in contact with any, you know, that Picard wouldn't be in contact with any of the other people that he uh, worked with way back on the, uh, on the enterprise guy that must've been 20 years ago now. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I want to see Will Wheaton on it just to have him like, be like, this is what Wesley grew up into. And he's still just as obnoxious. He was, so, uh, I, I follow him on Twitter and he, um, he had something to, he did. He actually wrote a post a while back where like, this whole shut up Wesley thing was something that really bothered him and kind of politely asked people to stop. But, uh, Oh, the, sorry, um, Will Wheaton. I'm not a TNG person. So I, I didn't know. I'm sorry. Uh, he's also, like he listens cause he's a big fan. Yeah. Big fan of the show. Uh, Will Wheaton. Wheaton. he hasn't been approached about it at all, but I think his character turned into something like, I, I, I don't really remember like what Borg? happened to him, but, uh, he, um, he hasn't been approached about it, but he like freaked out when he saw this news because he said like, "Look, I am I am a Star Trek fan before I, I was he was a Star Trek fan before Next Generation." So he's uh, really excited about this news too, and I would love to. I I like again. I don't know canonically story wise how it fits because I haven't watched Next Gen since I was a kid, and uh, I really don't remember what happened to Wesley Crusher. But um, if there's a way to get him back on the show, that'd be great. I, I'd, I'd like to see anyone and everyone. I'd even like to see Frakes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, it's... it's um, Is it a possibility? Is it happening? It's, it's, like, I believe it's happening. I think that's that's the situation. It is just straight up happening. Yeah. I mean, it's, this is a June announcement of Star Trek University. It's a new series, so yeah. It's 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 amazing how his character it, it's it has been over twenty years. That character is still as iconic as it was twenty years ago. He was amazing, and it was such and a remarkable uh, that role. Yeah, I mean, it was it, it was written well enough, but his his delivery in that role, his performance in that role, was what he just he commanded so much and following up the legendary Captain Kirk was not an easy thing to do and he didn't try to be Kirk at all that was one of the cool things about Picard was he was so different from Kirk mm -hmm. and uh, I, I liked so much of that in this show so yeah I'm game I am 100% into this I love Patrick Stewart and I want to see more of where this show goes and I still need to watch Star Trek Discovery because I haven't Okay, well, we'll see what we can do about that. All right, next up from The Hollywood Reporter. Um, unfortunately, Charlotte Ray, she has passed away at the age of 92. Now, I know Charlotte Ray as Mrs. Garrett from The Facts of Life. Before that, she was uh, with the Drummonds as their, their maid in... in um, what are you talking about, Willis? What's that? Like, she has been all over... 
classic television. I mean, since the beginning, like she was a car 54. I mean, this woman has had a huge, huge life in the entertainment field. And the, the article that we have in our show notes goes into great detail about everything that she has done. What struck me the most was that she was battling cancer and at the very end, she she was battling one form of cancer, got past that, and then she was she was hit with another form, and she just said, "You know what? That's it. I want to I want to live the rest of my life. I just I want to live the rest of my life. I'm not gonna gonna buckle up again and and try to go through all of what I've already been through, and that shows the type of woman that she was." Um, if you've ever watched television, you've seen her in something (laughs) like her credits cover the gamut of television. And, you know, in the eighties and, you know, like she was a staple. She was the mom figure for a a bunch of wayward, like females in their, in their private school or, you know, the, the, the multicultural family that, that was brought together by extenuating circumstances. Like, she touched a lot of a lot of different aspects of what te- what was good television back in the day. So, and it sorry. was said somewhere in that article that uh, she was like a favorite of one of the big producers at the time, and so like sometimes it was a selling point for a show to have her on it. Yeah, like she had a hell of a career. So sad to see her go, but thankful for everything that she's done. All right. (laughs) Karen, I like your comment for the next article. News (laughs) for people who give a shit about The Walking Dead. Are there any left? Hello? Hello? Okay. The length of The Walking Walking Dead's time jump has been confirmed. Okay. (laughs) I was waiting for the applause to stop. Okay. Apparently, it's going to be eight months, something to that effect. Oh, I think it was more than that. It's. I thought it, they said it was a year and a half. Was that? Or was it a year and a half or a half a year? Because the comics was two years. Yeah. I, I knew don't that. Give a crap. I don't give a crap. Picked up <laughs> one and a half years after season eight's wrath. So, yeah, that's a good way to get rid of old cast members and get in a bunch of new ones. Hey, and uh, not uh, deal with a baby being a baby. Yeah, yeah. baby. I, there, there's there's some other pretty wacky Walking Dead related news that came out. Uh, I think it was Ooh. yesterday or today. I found it today. Uh, so, are you guys familiar with the fighting game Tekken? Yes, I've heard of it. So, there's a new version of Tekken out there, and they keep releasing new characters for it. And there was the big, the biggest fighting game tournament was happening over this weekend, uh, where they announced like some weird new characters in Street Fighter and stuff. Uh, and they announced uh, some new characters for Tekken 7. And one of those new characters is Negan from The Walking Dead. What oh, the fuck? No. I can't wait to see a trailer because I want to see... I Isn't see... Tekken the one with the, the dude with the tiger head? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and Eddie Gordo? 
He does okay. like capoeira and bounces around and all that stuff. Yeah. I really want to see him facing off against Negan and then crack up hysterically at how stupid it looks and then move <laughs> on with my life. Look, nothing against Tekken. I think it's a cool fighting game, but this is a terrible fit. <laughs> this is a Come on, stupid, we could shoehorn stupid... somebody in from The Walking Dead. Who do you got? Yeah, this is the company that put Yoda and Darth Vader in Soul Calibur. So, uh, Soul Calibur, a medieval sword fighting game. <laughs> Sounds like a perfect fit to me. Now I'm on a spaceship and I'm fighting Darth Vader with a sword. Okay. <laughs> Zoom. Stupid. Um, so stupid. <laughs> All right. So season is at nine. Mm-hmm. All right. Season nine is apparently showing up a year and a half. Well, in their time jump, a year and a half after the end of season eight. There's your news, people, for those that give a shit about The Walking Dead. And while we're here, I saw another article later in the day today that I wasn't going to bother anybody with, but apparently the baby that uh, Maggie has is named Herschel. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Okay. That really means it. All right. Okay. Let's move on to the next one. <clears throat> From the Verge. Well, you don't com. want to keep talking about Walking Dead, Evan? No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> don't all right so from the verge.com <laughs> youtube deletes alex jones's channel for violating its community guidelines <laughs> <laughs> his response hold on i want to get it word for word <clears throat> that's the user uh, 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 account <laughs> okay so um Jones told the Washington Post that the termination of his accounts across multiple platforms today was, and I quote, a counterstrike against the global awakening. You're on the wrong side of history, mainstream media, he said. You sold the country out, and now you're going to pay for it. Eat a thick, Jones. <laughs> I just, um, boy, I, I saw Alex a Jones video. is the guy that gets all all ramped up and then stops and says sorry i'm a christian he's that guy right yeah and then he okay. sells like diet pills and stuff okay alex jones is a just awful he's just just one of the worst he's uh, it's incredible the things that that i've seen on on his uh, clips of his show on youtube including the very best one which is uh somebody made like a uh, a really chill song out of just words from his show okay it's just incredible <laughs> it's it's a really catchy <laughs> tune too and so they just got all this like footage of him saying just talking about like literal goblins living under the bridges and stuff he's crazy yeah he's crazy yeah and, no, 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 um, i'm like he's, he's certifiable like i think he really is crazy <laughs> Yeah, uh, but they they set it to this great music, and it's, it's hysterical. There was a, a really if you really don't know much about this Alex Jones character, and like if you've just seen his like crazy screamy comments and stuff where he freaks out about like Hillary Clinton mm -hmm. being weird sex cults and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, that's right. He uh, uh, John Oliver did a really really good piece on him. Because it went into the actual business of his show and like mm -hmm. all the crazy stuff that he hawks, mm -hmm. uh, it's it's absolutely bananas. It's just complete madness. So and it and it seems that they pulled him because of he showed a video of hate speech, 
and uh, abuse to a minor. Like, that's. Like, but he's a Christian, you guys. Why? Why does he have a like? That's the problem. Like, he has a platform. That's the problem with the internet. It gives everybody an equal platform. People like him should not have a, a soapbox to, to to perch on. Nope. <sighs> Let's move on to something better. Um, well, pseudo better. Uh, from TVLine.com, Supernatural. Likely no franchise beyond the boys. Sorry. They, they tried, tried it. It didn't work. You can stop hashtagging save wayward sisters, guys. I mean, like, they they just did the one episode, right? Yeah, I mean, it was a backdoor pilot. And I guess it, it wasn't enough. It didn't go. So, they tried. We still got Sam and Dean for at least another season, so, or whoever Sam and Dean are playing Michael and lucifer whatever but <laughs> they're trying <laughs> um they put forth the effort it's there it gives and a, they felt like all the people who were in the show did a great job just the show itself didn't wasn't successful so right and you know they only had so many slots that they had to fill with other superhero shows so you know how it is mm-hmm. <sighs> so uh, i i <laughs> distinct feeling this news is not going to go over well in the supernatural fandom aka literally the most rabid fandom on the internet (laughs) yes yes it won't it will not go over well but who knows how much longer they're going to be on for and you know they can introduce a whole lot of things on that show and they could just take them into other mediums like comics or or whatever you know just do other things with them get them out of the cw universe so (sighs) there it is that's that's that um next up from the hollywood reporter um okay so apparently crazy ex-girlfriend has recast the original an original character for their season or for their final season now greg whom I forgot was on the show <laughs> will be back for the final season, but he's not being played by Santino, Santino Fontana. Wonderful name. It is. It's a great, it's a great stage name. Um, he's going to be played by the dude that was in those singy movies. Skylar Aston of Pitch Perfect. <laughs> there it is. That one. I liked him. He's you guys charming. understand why I'm on the show, right? I just <laughs> have to translate these guys to you. That's my only job. Flurper, flurper, flurper. Um, he's charming. He's handsome. He fits the Greg role. I don't know what they're going to do. Did, like, what happened with his character that he just left? Didn't he, he, go- went, he went to another state to go to, I believe, law school. Okay. I remember him going to school. school something. Something. And, uh, and they broke up, and it was, and he, he has not been back since. Uh, it's, it's either somewhere in here or somewhere else that I read um, that they're going to be playing this transition to a new actor, uh, uh, dealing with like how our perceptions of people change over time. Mm-hmm. So they're going to sort of make note of yeah, the they, fact they that they it's a different actor. Yeah, they will address it, but you know, you know, in their own crazy ex girlfriend way. I yeah I feel I will actually watch that just to see how they pull it off. Um, he in this article I was either this one or the other one he was like I was kind of surprised oh yeah um 
when he decided that the show didn't work for his schedule, we took that Greg storyline and moved it all up. Greg was like, wait, I don't want to be part of this anymore. So can you just like, you know, back me out? And they're like, yeah, sure. You're gone. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, yeah. And it'll uh, be interesting. as I was telling you guys earlier, um, television credit, uh, television critics association press tour is going on right now. And so well, there's, that's why there's so much news right now. So I happened to be on Twitter while the uh, CW press conference was happening with this news was announced and uh, so people were tweeting like, oh, Skylar Aston's joined the cast of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and none of this Greg stuff was mentioned. And then like 15, 20 minutes later, my Twitter feed exploded <laughs> because I guess they must have gone back to this news to reveal who he's playing and like the, the internet just exploded and it was great. <laughs> um, oh. And I'm like way on board for this. I love Greg. He was one of my favorite characters. I am sad that Santino Fontana will not be coming back because he's fantastic. But I understand he's in New York. He's doing theater. He's doing fine. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I Maybe I'll go up there and see a play if I'd like to see him singing <laughs> and dancing. Um, and I do love Skylar Aston, So it Yeah, I, I was a fan of it. And like I said before, when I was looking at the imagery for the other article i didn't realize like he wasn't greg in the first place and then when i saw them side by side i was like oh that's right yeah the the resemblance is similar enough so they can pull it off and i and i and i want to see them do it so there you go um next up from ign news (laughs) chris you posted this one um so superman wants to play the witcher is that what i'm taking from this article yes (laughs) Or this this video because it is a YouTube video. Um, apparently, Henry Cav- Cavill is that how you Cavill. say that? Cavill. I always went with Cavill. Uh, Henry Cavill wants to play uh, Geralt in the Netflix adaptation of The Witcher. Is that actually a thing? Is Netflix doing The Witcher? There's a couple of things that are funny about this. Uh, thing number one, <laughs> I did not know that there was going to be some sort of Witcher adaptation. I guess I'm not terribly surprised because it's a terribly popular game. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, uh, Henry Cavill, Cavill, Kuvel, Superman, uh, whatever the heck. Weird mustache CG guy. Yes. Uh, Mustachioed sure. Superman. <laughs> sure, why not? Like, Yeah, he, he kind of looks the part. And three, that Witcher character that he wants to play also in the new Tekken game. <laughs> oh, wait, no, he's in Soul Calibur. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Appar- well, that makes a huge difference. Makes a huge difference. Same company. Apparently, there were a bunch of books and a bunch of video games, so they didn't... They left with The last Netflix video game thing that they did was that uh, Castlevania. So Castlevania. They did a good job with that. I, I'm, and if he's a fan, I would like to see him give it a shot. Yeah, I mean, I, as evidence, I, when I recently watched the just the horrible Justice League movie, <laughs> I learned that he he could Superman pretty well. This he's actually not a bad actor as no. long as there's like a script for him to work with. Well, he was he, <laughs> he was what was it? Karen, you may know the answer to this question. Wasn't he in like a medieval or a royals based show? It's possible. I don't know the answer to that. Okay. He was in the remake of The Man from Uncle, which I heard was pretty decent, but I think only four people saw it. He, I, f- I feel like he played 
like a king or a duke of some sort in another Oh, maybe show. he was on the Tudors? Maybe. That's ringing a vague <laughs> bell. That's not a show about people farting, right? Yes, it's all about people farting. Um, Tudors. <laughs> you're a child. <laughs> um, yeah, unfortunately, he, he, okay. he is a good actor. We only know him as Superman, though, and a eh, sort of piss poor Superman, and that apparently is not his fault. So, give it a shot. Let's see what happens. He's a fan. Let him do it. It's got name recognition. <sighs> Moving on. Comicbook.com. Now, I saw this at another venue, and I was going to post it, but I felt like it wasn't really confirmed because of the way it was confirmed. And now, yeah. if, if you open up the article now, the image has been taken down off of Instagram. <laughs> huh. So, um, okay. Uh, an Instagram post published by Arazi, Arazi Fitness Personnel Trainer. Oh, my God. <laughs> Naquam <laughs> Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Razi Fitness personal trainer Nequam Washington appears to have inadvertently confirmed Wilson Bethel for Bullseye in Marvel and Netflix's Daredevil Season 3. Thank you. Now, apparently, Charlie Cox, his trainer, and this other dude were all in the same picture, and the trainer post hashtagged it, Daredevil and hashtag Bullseye. That was the confirmation. This guy has been known... That he was going to be part of the cast, but he was, I, I don't remember if it was in here or in a, the other article, but he was like, he was given a, 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 um, like a credit of something else. Oh, F it wasn't in here. He was like a policeman or something non-important and non-important man. The unnamed character was described as an FBI agent who, okay, so here it is, in more detail, um, who will play a critical role in the conflict between Cox's horn-headed vigilante and Wilson Fisk. So, apparently, that's what the original casting was. Now, it's possible that he's playing Bullseye. Has any of this been officially confirmed? No. I don't think so. <laughs> no. I think uh, getting that guy to delete that picture is official confirmation. Yeah, that's 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 some confirmation right there. Not necessarily. Like, hey, you are to totally wrong. Get that off your Instagram, or you're being fired. Like, we don't have bullseye. In like, if if that t has the ability to snowball, and they don't have bullseye in the next season, that could be horrible. Could be. I suspect that. Uh he was training for that role, but maybe. <laughs> All right, I'm just trying to devil's advocate here. Yeah, it's gone. The image, it was just three sweaty guys in a picture and a couple of hashtags. So don't worry about it. It's okay. Yeah, it's Daredevil okay. season three is also coming this year. And I don't know why the news that that is a thing is so um, forceful. What do you it's mean? been all over my Facebook page that um, Daredevil Season 3 is happening in 2018. It will happen this year. And I'm like, all right. It was was that a surprise? <laughs> Should I not know this? Is was that this up in the air? Was that it's like, all right, cool. It's coming this year. Why is that this such a big deal? Like, the fact that it is happening in 2018 
AD is the biggest deal. <laughs> and I'm just sitting here like, well, this guy might be a bullseye. That's, that's way bigger news to me. I, don't know. I had read another article at some point, and it seemed that it was an older article. That's why I didn't post it. But apparently, has Luke Cage been confirmed for season three yet? Maybe. With any of the TV news, I don't know if you guys had seen anything. Because this article was like, no, it hasn't been confirmed yet, but there is the possibility that they're going to go the way of, you know, what, what's the Luke Cage, Iron Fist? The Defenders. defenders. Defen- no, no, the, the, the law. Oh, shit. Heroes, Heroes for, for hire. hire. There we go. And The law? What? <laughs> like, um, yeah, you got it. What? Avocados for hire. <laughs> um, and I think that would be pretty cool as well. That they just transition over to Heroes for Hire. Don't need, let Daredevil run its course, get the three of them together, because they play well together. Like, the shows are better when they're together. Less, you know, Iron Fisty, more Luke Cagey. Dude, yeah, if if Iron Fist Season 2 has the guy that was in Luke Cage Season 2, I'll watch that. Because <laughs> that was a totally different guy. Yes, it was a totally different guy. Ah... <sighs> We can only hope. All right. And finally, from The Hollywood Reporter as well, Emmy renews big four deal for eight years. <laughs> I didn't realize that this was a thing. I, they, 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 the, the Emmys cycle stations? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Um, apparently, they renewed with the next, for the next two sets, for the next two rounds, eight years. Uh, ABC, CBS, NBC, and Fox. So we're not winning awards, but we're gonna keep showing yeah, them. Yeah, that's that. I that was a little snippet in here. I was like, yeah, that is kind of kind of weird. But hey, I guess I they're making know, money somehow. I'm okay with this because, like, that's where I'm used to seeing them. Like, if it was like the Netflix Netflix award show, I'd be like, I don't know what this is. I, this just doesn't seem <laughs> like a weird. real thing. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, would like where else? Because that's not what those other formats are. Throwing it on HBO or Netflix, or, like that's. A- but I guess the theory is that like everybody has access to network TV, so like if you put an award show on a paid service, not everybody's going to get to see it. True, but uh, is that is are enough people watching it on? those plat on the, the current platforms to warrant it don't you think oh. maybe putting it on one of those paid services might give it a shot in the arm that it needs mm. like netflix mm. making a, a big deal out of it you know i mean i don't know i don't i don't know I, I only know that i'm into it i don't know like what the perception is of you know the general public whether mm. people still care about awards but like the the my, like my Twitter feed's always blown up on awards nights, so I can't complain. Gotcha. Well, there it is. The networks paid a bunch of money. They're going to keep the Emmys for a while. Um, the only telecast currently in question is Golden Globe, so we don't know what's going on with the Golden Globe yet. Uh, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association and NBC are still hammering out a deal to bring the Kudo cast. What is that? What's the? I don't understand that reference. I don't know. Oh, just I think that the Golden Globes is is the foreign press, right? Yes. Okay, so it's 
the foreign pre- all right i get it eh, bad joke um so they're still working out that deal that's the one show i wouldn't mind it being on uh you know something where it's paid and people can swear because that tends to be the much looser of the award shows the bluer of them not no not necessarily i mean it's still on network tv so nobody's cursing but people are drinking and having a good time at the ceremony whereas the other ones are kind of taken more seriously and so you people aren't you know people are a little more straight-laced gotcha well maybe in eight years we'll see what happens all right that's it that's all i got for news chris Hey, did you Hi. see I, I, I put up the image of the ALF cover that I was talking about? I did see that, and that is... Uh, right? Wow, that's that's Completely something. inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, that definitely makes me look at ALF a little differently. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. That's going to be uh, in <laughs> stuff my of, brain Stuff of nightmares. Evening. Chris, you got a spiel for me? Uh, let's see. I got three things open here. That's commercials... That's this thing. So here it is, and it says that you can get in touch with us at mail@geekade.com, as well as all flavors of social media ugh, that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook with both the Geekade page and the This Week's Episode page. Find us on Instagram at Geekade. Subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content, and follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade, or follow the show specifically at Webcast. You can also find us individually on Twitter. You can find me at Geekade Chris. That's Geekade K-R-I-S. Uh, and Karen, where can people find you? Shoot underscore the underscore moon. Awesome. And Evan, where can people find you? Geekade underscore Evan. And did you send him a bunch of weird messages yet? Because he needs ah. lots of fa- he leads lots of Twitter messages. Uh, if you're interested in more information about anything we discussed here tonight, be sure to check out the show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other other wonderful podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher. Where if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com where we post something new every stinking day, except that's not even true at all. I should really change that in my script. Back to you, Evan. Thank you, Chris. Oh, you're welcome. Chris, it's your turn. It is my turn. So pull up your other list. I have it right in front of me. I'm ready. All right. What do you got? What's the homework? Uh, This week, I cannot believe we haven't done this already. Uh, and considering the weekend that I have ahead of me and how much spare time we're not going to have, I think it's very important that we sit down and watch season 10, episode 7 of American Ninja Warrior, <laughs> Los Angeles City Finals. We haven't watched it yet. We've watched a handful of episodes this season, and darn it, I just want to talk about how wonderful this show is, so let's watch it. <laughs> okay, season 10, episode what? Could you Seven. S- said it's allowed. <laughs> of American Ninja Warrior. All right, there's your homework, people. Season 10, Episode 7, American Ninja Warrior. Excellent. Well done. Thank you. I try. All right, that's it. That's all we got, people. Thank you so much for tuning in and playing along with us this week. From all of us here at this week's episode, I'm Evan. I'm Karen. American Ninja Warrior. Good night. And this concludes our broadcast day.